driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello and welcome to season two of Marketing Nuggets. I'm so pleased to be recording this. I'm so thankful that people are listening to it, downloading it. Now, whilst this podcast is absolutely not about me, it's all about you guys, I would be so grateful if you could subscribe and leave reviews. It just really helps me get this podcast to more people and to help more budding marketers. You also might have noticed that I have taken a slightly longer break than I would have wanted to between season one and season two. I've had a whole bunch of life events going on, including moving house, moving jobs, and having a puppy, which is a whole lot more work than we had expected. But I'm back now, and my weekly podcasts will be going out up until Christmas, released on a Tuesday. You can expect lots of new content and really tackling challenges and helping you guys get the resources and the advice that I wish that I'd have gotten. So starting this podcast back, I didn't know what to start with, but it seemed most logical because I have shifted for the first time in my career from B2C marketing to B2B. My new role is in business to business and I wanted to go through what's changed and what's not changed to help anybody out there that might be thinking of making a similar step but is not sure if it is going to be a whole new world or not. So I have been in B2B now for about three months. Everything that I'm going to go through is what is personal to my experience. So it would definitely vary. I can't cover every industry in every scenario, but I'm just going to go through for me what's changed and what's not changed. And hopefully there is some tidbits and nuggets in there that are going to help you too. So starting with what's changed. And I think that the biggest change for me is audience. Audience before In FMCG, so fast moving consumer goods, pretty much anybody and everybody could be your audience. So when you sit down to write your marketing plans and your campaigns, it can be very, very daunting because you can't market to everybody. Every marketer knows that if you try and market to everybody, you end up marketing to nobody. So that was always something that was a real big challenge with limited spend and limited resource on who to actually target within our audience when you can relate, when anybody could buy your product. What I have found with this shift is that the audience is much more focused and actually it's a lot, it's a more older audience. So goodbye Gen Z marketing, goodbye TikTok and goodbye Snapchat, which to me is not a bad thing. And it also means that my audience is a lot more streamlined now, a lot more focused. And it does enable starting out writing the marketing plans a lot easier because it's not everybody that would use your your service in B2B. So definitely that has been something that has changed for the better. So another thing that's changed, and these are in no particular order, I've just scribbled down some notes just before I started recording this, is one of my favourite channels and something that is so crucial for 
B2C and particular e-com brands is paid social. And where my area really stood out was in Facebook and Instagram ads. I have seen a huge shift in, I guess it's paid social, but also organic social goes hand in hand with this. And whilst Facebook and Instagram do have their place within our marketing mix, LinkedIn by far is the most important channel, especially from a targeting point of view. There is so much more opportunity in there because you know who the people in the business world are likely to buy your product. It goes hand in hand with LinkedIn because you can literally target by their job title, by job seniority, what industry they're in, how big's their company, and a whole load of other targeting. So LinkedIn is really the goldmine for paid social in terms of B2B. However, what is really frustrating is I've come from a world where I was in Facebook business manager day in, day out, and I can definitely tell that LinkedIn is definitely not up to par and standard with the amount of different things that you can do in Facebook and Instagram. I mean, come on LinkedIn, please can we have one campaign where you can show a video or a static image in the same campaign. It drives me mad. You can't change your ad formats. You have to do a whole different campaign. If you wanna target videos or single images, you can't target both like you can in Facebook, which is really frustrating, especially when we're doing cold testing and we wanna know what resonates more with audiences. We can't do it as definitive as you could in Facebook and Instagram. I could go on about LinkedIn for so long, but I'm gonna do a whole other podcast about the main differences between Facebook and LinkedIn that I have found so far. But in the meantime, I'm hoping that the people at LinkedIn are working very hard to bring it up to scratch because it is definitely somewhere where we need to be spending a lot of time in terms of B2B. And there's a whole load of stats on it as well, which I will leave for the LinkedIn specific episode. So the third thing that I have seen has changed is conversions are different. So if you look at this in terms of coming from an e-com background where it was B2C and the ultimate conversion, the ultimate goal of marketing was somebody purchasing something on your website. Now I'm very new to the B2B world so I'm not sure how many B2B websites actually work in an e-com point of view but I'm willing to bet it's not many. So you have to have a big mind shift of what is your goal? Because just because somebody's not purchasing something on a website, as much as I would love to be like, okay, then I don't need conversions anymore. You still need that goal as a marketer. You still need your KPIs and you still need to figure out what your conversions look like. So you might have a lot of different ones. It could be downloading a webinar. It could be adding to your email list. It could be a certain amount of time on specific pages. It could be entering a contact form. It could, of course, the ultimate goal is that they do business, but there needs to be other smaller steps so that you can keep going with your marketing. You can keep learning. You can keep testing. You can keep changing. But I've definitely found early on that I need a lot of different conversion goals just to keep everybody focused and to make sure that we are not just doing marketing to do marketing with no goal. The fourth one, I think it's the fourth one, is the thought leadership, that middle of funnel stage. So whilst you still have your classic journey-led marketing, so you still have your brand awareness, your consideration, your conversion, and then your advocacy, that thought leadership stage is so much bigger. And that is because, yes, you are talking to people, but you are talking to people that are people in 
business. So they have a slightly different mentality and usually it's not like a consumer product where you don't really need to deliberate with anybody else. Maybe you want to deliberate with a few family members if you want to purchase something. But generally speaking, it is just you alone that makes that decision. In business, of course, there is more people that you need to consider and therefore you really need to show your authority in the area that you are talking about. And so I've really already discovered that thought leadership is much bigger stage in B2B. Whilst it might be the same tactics used as B2C, there are some slight differences such as white papers, longer blogs, but all of the other stuff that you could you could have in B2C such as webinars, workshops, a PDF if we're going old school, any of those things are still really valuable at this stage. Finally, what has changed is goodbye e-com. Goodbye Black Friday. I'm so <laughs> pleased to have a slightly less stressful October and November because Black Friday is no longer the big black cloud hanging over marketing plans. It's no longer something that we need to worry about. Also, similarly, from an econ point of view, no more trading calendars, no more linking your marketing plan with your trading calendar, looking at promos, looking at cost of goods, all of that nitty gritty stuff is goodbye. So that is something that is so great, such a relief. And I don't think I would ever like to go back to the world of econ personally, because it's so nice to be able to focus just on marketing plans and campaigns versus having to link in a trading plan as well, which is is super tricky. So moving on now to what's not changed. And some of these are obviously going to sort of overlap with what's changed. Very simply put, it's still people to people marketing people say B2C and B2B, it's still people marketing at the end of the day. There's still a person at the end of your marketing that you need to relate and resonate to. Yes, they will have that business brain on, as I mentioned in what's changed, but at the very end of the day, if you strip it all back, there's still a person that you need to have that emotive connection with. Very, very similar to B2C. There is also still a huge mix of channels This was something that I was worried about when I first started looking at B2B and I thought it would be all brochures and leaflets and newspapers and billboards and just very traditional marketing. And I'm trying to think of more, but it's really not. There is a huge breadth of channels. And whilst there is a shift, as I've mentioned one already, going from TikTok and Snapchat to Facebook and LinkedIn more, there is a shift that way, but there's still such a huge amount of channel. Content is still key. (laughs) You still need that to be a huge part of what you're doing. You still have those classic channels, so you still need PPC, SEO. Video is something that is getting bigger and bigger and should not stop. Creative, so there is that real, real mix of art and science channels. I would actually say the channel that is probably really, really popular in B2C, which is influencer-based marketing, it's quite tricky in B2B to have it to be such a huge part of your budget. So that's definitely a change. Whilst you could still have influencers in B2B, it's definitely not taking up as big a chunk as it did in B2C but you really do have a lovely mix of different channels. So as a marketing manager, don't worry, you're still gonna have plenty of options. 
So what's also not changed, and this goes with it being people marketing, is copy and creative are still fundamental to every single thing that you do. And yes, whilst your copy and creative needs to relate to your new audience, it is throughout everything the most important thing. If we don't have that story, if we don't have that hook, and if we don't have that compelling reason to engage with us and to listen to us, then we're nowhere. So it's very much still the 101 of marketing with your copy and creative still being at the forefront of everything that you do. What's also not changed, especially if you are head of marketing, is your budgets and plans are still the very, very core ingredients of your marketing. You still need to do your budgets, you still need to be tracking them. Your plans, because you do have a lovely, healthy mix of channels, still need to be exactly how they were for B2C in terms of making sure that they're by channel, by week, and planned well enough in advance so that everybody is organised. Another thing that's not changed is it's still journey-based marketing, just different lengths, different platforms, and sometimes different tools. So I touched upon this in what's changed, which is that thought leadership middle of funnel is longer and it is more important, but that does not mean you don't have the other areas. So brand awareness is still critical whilst you don't need to for the whole of the uk or the whole of the world to know your brand you still need that brand awareness within your target audience first and foremost you still need a conversion so whilst it's different you still need that area and then word of mouth of course as strong as it is in b2c it is probably even more important in b2b so if you have your advocacy and your loyalty as your final stage and you're really aiming for that then you're gonna make sure that you hit all of that journey-based marketing so the logic of marketing has not changed it's just slightly different lengths you might be doing stuff on linkedin versus facebook you might not be using influencers you might be using a white paper or you might be doing an event and you have slightly different tools that are gonna help give you the knowledge and the analytics that you want. But I'm still very much in Google Analytics most days. I still have a social schedule, but small changes that tools that are set up for B2B, such as HubSpot, might be a good area to look at versus going with something that is a lot more B2C led. How many times in this podcast I can say B2B or B2C? I'm so sorry. It is so many, I can hear it. Another thing that's not changed, and I think this is a stigma with B2B, is that everybody thinks, oh, if I go to, to, I've just said it again, (laughs) if I go to B2B, it's going to be really boring marketing. And whilst B2C brands do get a lot of the press, so KFC, Aldi, M&S, they've all been huge brands this year that have been front and centre in terms of what good marketing is. I think that B2B has really bad press that they want to be boring and they absolutely don't. There is that want to be doing something different. So I'm still looking at all of those really fun areas of marketing, including stunts, campaigns, news jacking, all of that good stuff. There is still that ambition and that want in B2B to do it. So you could be the marketer that comes in and makes the difference. And instead of talking about M&S and Aldi's fight on the caterpillar cake it could be what you have implemented in your industry or you could be the first ones to do some really fun marketing and then finally what's not changed and this goes with a bit of the art and science channels there is still amazing inspiring marketers over in the business world 
they're not all just hanging out in the consumer world. You still need that mix of different marketers and you still get that really nice team feel that everybody's working towards a plan, different campaigns. You need everybody's different skills because you do have such a range of channels and it is still a really lovely environment to learn more marketing, to hone in on different skills and just to experience something different. So if you are not sure whether to make the leap or make the leap the other way, I would certainly say that you can do it. Absolutely go and try it because the fundamentals and what you've learned about marketing, whichever way you're going around it, are still going to translate. And yes, whilst you might have to look and learn different channels and you might have to figure out what a white paper is and figure out how the advertising platform LinkedIn works or figure out what industry big events coming up that you're going to have to focus on instead of Black Friday. It's all very, very transferable. And I think that there is more white space to do bigger and more exciting things in the B2B world because everybody's looking consumer facing. And so those big leaps haven't been made yet in B2B. So you could be the marketer to do it. So good luck. I'm rooting for you. Thank you for listening to my first podcast back on season two. There will be another one released next Tuesday. So I will talk to you then. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.